Hey guys and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline. My name's Kaylee and I'm joined by my co-host Michael. Hello. So I think we need a break from some of the terrifying and kind of gross cryptids that Michael's been bringing to the podcast. Um, I don't see anything wrong. I still have nightmares. (laughs) Let me guess, is it the kappa or the worm? Because the kappa is more understandable. (laughs) I have nightmares about the kappa, man. (laughs) It's so scary. Um, Yeah, so this week on the podcast I wanted to put kind of a haunted spin on it. but ghosts are usually in uh, they usually appear in places where somebody's passed away and arguably the place where most people pass away is in a hospital so i assume that kind of makes nurses paranormal right what do you mean like they kind of make ghosts in a way <laughs> do you think more people die in you know? hospital or on way to hospital i'd say in hospital because a lot of old people who die yeah, fair. Like, people go in there for a checkup and get held there. Not so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the statistics of it, though, but that's just my assumption. <laughs> Let's have well, a fun nurses... episode about debt. <laughs> yeah, that's not, please. <laughs> nurses all over the world have been sharing paranormal stories and events that have been happening to them for a long time now. And today, I'm going to share some of those stories with you guys. So, I, I do remember there was this old program. I cannot remember what it was called, but it was like a people who would just tell their ghost stories and stuff and they did an episode on nurses and they were terrifying i remember some of the stories being so scary and nurses like you'd think nurses are scientific people too right i don't know i've seen a lot of (laughs) unscientific things being said by nurses lately that's true actually just lately though i swear it's just a i don't know but anyway so let's start off with the first of the nurses stories So I worked at an LTC facility as a night shift aide for about 14 years. I worked a hall I had never been on before. It was like 1am and I saw an elderly guy walk out of a room, down the hallway and leave the facility. I went to that room and the resident was awake. Asked her who she was talking to and she told me her husband always came to visit her late at night. I went to ask the other aide on the floor about it and they told me the resident was 102 years old and her husband had been dead for like 20 to 30 years. I swear on my life that this was an actual person leaving that hall. I could even describe his outfit, his hat. Needless to say, I didn't work that hall very much anymore. So that's a very like typical ghost story that you'd hear from a hospital. I swear I've heard this story before, like from actual nurses. That's kind of sweet though. It is really sweet. I think that's such a nice ghost story. <laughs> I also love the idea though that they were all just fucking with her. Like, like who? Like all the other like patients. Someone was dressing like her husband. <laughs> no, like so once cruel. husband was just there with her, and she just like went to go get tea or something, and all the rest were like, "Oh no, she doesn't have a husband. He's dead." Oh, like she had a much younger husband. That's a good theory. <laughs> much younger by like what twenty years? Twenty to thirty years. <laughs> At that time, when you're that old, though, it doesn't mean as it doesn't mean anything. It absolutely does. If you're 102 years old and you have a husband who's still able to cook and drive, that means a lot. <laughs> what do you mean? There's because like... when you're 102, you can't really you can't drive when you're 102. It's hard to cook. It's hard to do anything. What gave you the impression he could have done any of this? I just mean if he was 30 years younger than her. 
He's still 80. He's not a spring chicken. No, but he's still able... Most 80-year-olds are able to drive. Not 102-year-olds can't. I don't know about that. There's a lot of 80-year-olds I know who cannot drive. You don't know a lot of people who can drive, to be fair. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next one. You bitch. All right, so... <laughs> not mine, but a fellow nurse of mine. We were talking about patients' hallucinations when he told me about this time he was walking past a patient's room, an elderly woman with dementia, and she was chatting up a storm with somebody. He asked her who she was talking to, and the woman replied, That man, that nice man in the black and white striped shirt. A while later, we went into another patient with dementia's room, and that different patient asked where the man with the striped shirt had gone. So do you think it's like a common thing that like people who have dementia can just imagine the same thing? Like it's a common thing that they might see? Like the hat man? Yeah, kind of like the hat man or the jester. Maybe. It could have just been like someone walking past the thing. That's like, true too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird though. Because she was actually talking to him when your man walked into the room. Yeah, but like... I'm not trying to be mean about it, but someone with dementia is pretty much like the worst possible witness you could have. <laughs> That's also true. But you just never know. Like, maybe, because you know the way like dogs and cats and some people even say babies can see ghosts. Maybe people with dementia can kind of see something too because they don't have that consciousness kind of thing, you know? The kind of filter you get with, like, it, it reminds me of that meme where it's like the judge asking if I want to go live with my mom or my dad, and it's like me at age six suddenly gaining consciousness. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's just one of those things where like <laughs> until you're aware of what's going on around you you can see everything that is around you yeah pretty much I wonder if like dementia has that kind of thing too what's that noise that's so weird someone just went past my door talking about dementia oh very strange alright on to the next story <laughs> There was one time my grandfather uh, reached into his jacket and pulled out a card and the card just said, I have dementia. And then he was like, do I have dementia? And I've forgotten it. <laughs> we had to convince him for ages that he didn't have dementia. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's the kind of gaslighting I expect with you. <laughs> Isn't that so cruel? Who would do that? I have no idea where the card came from. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of someone just going around slipping those cards into people's pockets. Into old people's pockets. <laughs> Like That's imagine, so imagine the moment of clarity you'd have just when you pick it up and you're suddenly running through your entire life to see what you can't remember. <laughs> yeah, trying to remember what you can't remember. Um, all right, so moving on to the next story. Uh, the best I have heard is from a nurse who said that one night she was floated to on oncology at the hospital she used to work at. She was given a patient who was passing away and had been unconscious for several days. At one point during the night, the nurse went into the room and the patient was at the top of the bed and looked at her and said, don't let them take me. The nurse was freaked out and asked, who was gonna take her? And she said, the black thing up there and pointed into the air. Apparently the patient died within minutes. This is one that, I only included one of these stories because there was so many of them where somebody who was on death's bed would be like, don't let it take me or, you know, pointing at something or just like screaming and looking in a direction and there would be a like a, either the nurse would see a black mass or they would describe like a shape of a person and then they would pass away shortly after do you ever see that thing about like the weight of a soul <laughs> the weight of a soul no 
Uh, it was something. I, it's probably been disproven because it sounds mental. But there was something where someone killed the bo- killed someone. Wait, sorry. Oh, yeah. Wait, someone killed. No, no. It was a dog. I think they did. They did it with a dog, and there was no difference. But when they did it with a person, there was. They weighed them, killed them, and then weighed them again to see if the soul had like weight. <laughs> How much did it weigh? I think it was like 0.4 grams. Jesus. Why don't dogs have souls? <laughs> They're already too pure. All dogs go to heaven, right? They yeah, what about souls. giving it a soul? You don't need to test it. True, true. <laughs> uh, I do think the the shadow figure thing is just terrifying to me. Like, the idea that... Because like a lot of these are written from the perspective of the Catholic religion. So it's like when someone starts screaming, saying, don't let it take me, it's a black mass or something. It's usually like, oh, they're going to hell. You know? <laughs> it's Sorry, usually how kinda, it's like written. If I was like a nurse and someone did that and I was just in the room for that, my first thought would be, I have to find out what they did. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like they must have done something really bad to be that scared. Like I've heard stories before, people who say they've died. You know people who die like briefly in an accident, they'll be dead for a couple of minutes or whatever and, and then like they'll be brought the back light. yeah they'll be like either I saw the light and I saw my family but some people say that they went to hell for like those couple of minutes and they apparently just changed their entire lives when they came back so that they wouldn't go there permanently if I went to hell would you want me to tell you what it was like there would you rather just be like nope if you were in hell and you had the chance to tell me what like, like Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> no like that like <laughs> gone for a few minutes back straight away oh I'd absolutely want you to tell me 100% I'd be furious if you didn't tell me <laughs> no cause I feel like I would just be tempted to hide it from you just to annoy you and I'd just immediately get sent back <laughs> this is why you'd go to hell in the first place cause you do shit like that <laughs> it's like no it's funnier not to tell her <laughs> cheers thanks man <laughs> yeah so on to the next story <clears throat> One night I was caring for a dying male patient. He was scared and I spent quite some time with him, trying to calm and reassure him. Eventually he calmed and I left the bedside and went over to the nurse's station, which is about 15 feet away. As I sat down, I glanced over to him and there was a black shape standing over the bed. Did I read this one already? Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard this before. We've talked about this. Hmm. Anyway, uh, as I sat down, I glanced over to him and there was a black shape standing over the bed, looking down at the patient. I was terrified, and I'm sure it was something evil. So, sorry, I actually did include another story about a shadow figure. This one is... Yeah. See, this is one where the actual nurse saw the figure and not just the person, but they said that they felt something evil coming from it. Which terrifies me. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to know how something feels evil. No, no. Something Sometimes can definitely just feel evil. You ever just look at a picture of someone or something you're like that person's evil i think it's one of those things like how i smoke so i can't smell smoke <laughs> you're evil so you can't smell evil <laughs> we can't find each other it's like reverse gator <laughs> jeez <laughs> um i wonder if it's like say it's you know like because we're talking about hospitals here and hospitals being haunted do you think that hospitals can have ghosts in him do you think it was a ghost that was looking at him dying or do you think it was like something that was bringing him to the other side i don't know because it also seems like if there is like cryptids and monsters and stuff and there is something that feeds off people dying that would be a good place to set up Ooh, that's a good one too 
Yeah, yeah. What if you're like something that had to kill people for, you know, to, to sustain yourself, right? If you were like a cryptid or something, or a monster. The hospital would be the best place, because you could do it without... You know, you could just go to people who are about to die. As if it's a suck I don't off, know. but like... Oh my god. Drain them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still sounds bad. It doesn't sound great. But yeah, I get what you mean. Do you think it could be something like that? I don't know, because it, like obviously these wouldn't be the same hospital in each case. So it would be like yeah, there yeah, have to be different. more than one. Yeah. Although, if it isn't the same hospital and it is just like one figure that shows up to like ferry the dead across or whatever, it understands. It's understandable why nobody like, not everyone sees him. He can't be fucking everywhere at once. I'm sure he's busy. Yeah. <laughs> he grabs the ones he can. So this next story is actually quite sad, and it can includes uh, gory details. I don't want to say gory, but if you don't like those kind of things, you might want to skip this one. But uh, we had a black girl, about 10, in ICU, who had several injuries in a car accident. Lots of brain damage. She didn't die there, but was moved to another facility after weeks and weeks. After that, I know about three older black males in their 50s that, if you were even mildly sedated, would ask about the little black girl with the ribbon in her hair who was sitting at the foot of their beds. One guy said she asked me how I was doing and then got up and walked that way, while he pointed towards the second floor window. He paused, a wide-eyed look come over his face. Then he said, but I guess she really couldn't have left the room that way, huh? Personally, I think she was taking care of grandfatherly figures. So the nurse thought that it was actually the ghost of a girl who had passed away, who spent a lot of time in that ICU, who was kind of looking for... Like, like I, I assume it's like someone who looks like her grandfather. Because mm, I, kind of I was wondering, I was like, why do they keep mentioning like that everyone here is black? Yeah, yeah, well, it, that just makes sense, like, because it was always uh, black patients that she that would see her, so. But I assume it's because they must have looked like her grandfather, you know? That is sad, but I do like the idea that some of them were just hanging around to be like, how are you doing? It's kind of cute. I kind of like that a little bit. I mean, it's sad whenever it's a kid, um, mostly because it's sad that the child has passed away, but also it's sad that they're stuck there. Like, I would rather see them go on and be with family or whatever, you know? Yeah, but, like, even I, Ideally... This, like, it was only a few days for it was only for a few days after that people kept seeing her I don't think so I think it was for a while afterwards okay I must have misunderstood because when it was like three men I was no like, no okay, it took her be... they took her away from the facility after a couple of weeks but uh, she didn't oh, okay. die in that facility what they meant but uh, in that same ICU is where they would see her so but it was always when they were mildly sedated they always need to be mildly sedated for it very strange yeah, I'm just thinking, I was like, what ghost scene juices out there that I can get my hands on? <laughs> There's quite a few, I can imagine. <laughs> Back to Amsterdam. I was just thinking either Amsterdam or breaking into the regional. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> um, Alright, let's go on to the next story. We're really getting through these fast. Sweet. The Laughing Man. Nurse Jay was working with a patient who had many different illnesses that would just that just couldn't wrap his head around the idea of death, even though it was imminent. Whenever his monitor would beep, he would scream at the nurses, don't let me die, don't let me die. At some point, the patient's cardiac monitor sounded an alarm. Nurse Jay and others come into the room with a crash cart, only to see the patient was floating two, floating two inches above the bed, laughing maniacally. Once they got over the shock of what they were seeing, the nurse tried to revive the man, but their efforts were in vain. After the time of death, 
had been called, Nurse Jay and the others could hear the man whispering, Let him die. You let him die. Too bad. And again, don't let him die. Nightmares haunted the nurses for weeks, as you can imagine. This one just weird to me. Like... Yeah. I feel like we've been told the middle the of the story, but not the rest of it. I, I don't think there is any context context for the start or end of it. I've heard this story on other sites too, where this man was floating off the bed laughing. It's a common story to hear. It's very strange though. <laughs> what would you do if you were a nurse and you walked in like that? If I walked in and they were floating two feet, two inches off the bed laughing. Yeah. I'd close the door and leave. I mean, I'm surprised they, I suppose, Tried. like monitors and stuff were going off, you know? I was going to say, I'm surprised they didn't call in a priest, because don't, don't hospitals always have, like, a... Well, like, Irish hospitals, anyway, nearly all of them have a priest, don't they? Like a I think even priest. in general, they even have, like, some room just for religious needs, not any specific one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's true as well. But, yeah. How many fucking stories did I go through? It was six stories. We got through them in, like, no time. I thought that would take us more time. The uh, only thing... I have a question about the laughing man. Alright, go on. I'll try and answer it best I can. Assuming he was under the sheets, right? Yeah. When he started floating, clearly he lifted up a bit. They they obviously would have checked under the sheets just to make sure, right? <laughs> I assume so. It but could be like one of those magician of things. I don't know if he was under the sheet. Where like one of his legs is bent, so he's just actually holding himself up on one leg while laughing. Yeah, I've seen a few pranks of people doing stuff like that, where they pretend to float off the bed to scare people and <laughs> um, there is optical illusions where it can look like you're floating obviously I think David Blaine actually did one but I don't know this is a I can only go by what the storyteller is telling us what do you do in that situation like I understand they still try to help him and everything but like do you not go to the other doctors and be like alright the weirdest thing just happened or like the second you say that do you get like okay you're on leave yeah, I assume you get ridiculed if you say anything like that. But I see, I see there was multiple nurses who saw this, you know? I don't know. I assume it's like a don't talk about it thing. Don't <laughs> You don't want to get in trouble tell. either. I suppose if the hospital gets a bad reputation too, you know? like No one wants to go to the hospital where there's people levitating off the beds and stuff. Nobody wants to go to the hospital where if you die, you're stuck there. <laughs> Because most of the stories I could find online, they were... Actually, all the stories I found online, they were anonymously submitted. The They would only ever submit the first name or just an abbreviation of the name. And never the full story. But there's hundreds of stories online. Um, but that one is nurses? definitely the weirdest. I... Yeah, I know a nurse, but it's like dermatology nurse. <laughs> so no, not a cool insane. nurse. No, no. Um, I, I definitely knew I knew somebody at some stage who had a story similar to um, the, the first one that we read no no, no the first oh, one yeah. where she saw a patient or whatever going through a door said good morning and then it turned out that the patient had died a couple of hours earlier I can't remember who told me that story so I don't know if I can verify it but I remember hearing that story from somebody at some stage what about you you know any nurses didn't you almost work in a hospital at one stage yeah I know some porters Porters. Have they like seen the anything? Yeah. Like, once or twice from what I understand. It's usually stuff like... Uh, I walked into a room to grab, like, sheets or something for this woman's bed. And she said, hi. 
and then I went in an hour later and it turned out she died last night and stuff like that. Ooh, yeah. That usually tends to be the story, right? Like I said hello to somebody, but it turned out they had died. But the thing with like nursing and porters even, or even just doctors is they work such long shifts and night shifts and... Sleep deprivation is a, a thing. You know, yeah, exactly. That has to put a toll on you somehow. As much as I always want to believe all these stories. <laughs> Weird shit it just happens in the hospital. Did I ever tell you about the time some child... So, I was getting my appendix out when I was younger, right? And they kept yeah. me in overnight. And when I came out after the operation, I was out of it. Like, I was completely <laughs> out of it. Yeah. And it was like three in the morning. And this, like, little ball child comes into my room and starts rooting through the drawers. What? And I was like, hey, are you all right? And, like, I could barely move. So I was just being able to, like, wiggle my arms around a bit. Yeah. And I pressed, like, the nurse button that was beside the bed because there was no one else there. And I was <laughs> nurse, twice. nurse, there's a goblin rooting through my stuff. No, but he started, like, taking my shit out of the drawers, like my Game Boy and stuff. Was he real? What? Yes. And I assumed came... this was a hallucination. No, <laughs> really the bad for calling in. the bald child the goblin. <laughs> and she was like, oh, uh, hi, what's going on here? Because, like, the child was black. We clearly weren't related. Okay. And I was just like, uh... I don't, I don't know I think he's lost and she was like is that yours and he was like yeah I was like no that's mine that's mine <laughs> she was like oh, okay I'm gonna leave this here where's your mom and he was just like I don't know <laughs> he saw his chance and he shot he went for it man <laughs> he was like that kid I saw him playing with a Game Boy earlier and now he's passed out I'm gonna steal his Game Boy but I was in like a private room cause just cause the, like, the hospital had just been built and they had so much space everyone got a private room <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think I've ever had a private room in the Limerick Hospital. I was in a car accident in Limerick once and they kept me in the hallway for hours and then just discharged me without seeing a doctor. The last time I went there, they didn't have any. My girlfriend was in there overnight, so I was literally awake all night while we, we were in the hallway on a gurney. Oh, and it's the this, worst. This woman came in, clearly like drugged up, and she started screaming at the nurses. So they, tr like, they threw her, or no, they didn't throw her out. They threw her into like some side little hallway. She got out, went outside, and overdosed outside the front door of the hospital. Oh my god. Came back, pissed herself, and then threw her jeans at a nurse. Jesus. I was like, That's this is rough. so different from when I was a child and I could just lock the door. Yeah. That's crazy. Some some <laughs> hospital like, stories are, are scarier than ghosts. It is just a cra it's a weird atmosphere in a hospital too. It's kinda like uh I don't know how to describe it. An a angry library. Just have a weird Angry library. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? <laughs> I kind of do, but libraries are kind of angry anyway. <laughs> I'd say libraries are stern. <coughs> Hospitals just suck. No, but I just mean like with a hospital, it's just like everyone knows, you don't really make much no noise unless you're in pain. You try yeah. your best to like stay out of people's way, and then like it's angry because there's just fucking lunatics in there. They They don't care about anything with like causing as much misery as they're in i think it's all just kind of i like chaos to be that too, person you know you never really know what's like what's going on when you're in a hospital you're kind of just guessing and i think everyone else is kind of doing the same thing but like the hallways and the like lights that are in there i don't know i don't like hospitals they tend to freak me out a bit well like what would make it better just like smooth jazz going around the hospital yeah i would like that there, but you know what? The hospital in Waterford, like in the like the the ward where you used to go when you were a kid, had like Disney paintings on the walls, right? 
but they were like really badly done so it was kind of like threatening <laughs> you'd just be going to the doctors or whatever and there'd be just this fucked up Simba looking at you <laughs> I hated that place um, alright guys, that's everything we have for nurse stories. Uh, if you're a nurse and you have any stories of your own, you can send them in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do that at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash paranormalhotline. And we really appreciate any support. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.